What's up everyone, welcome to another episode of Everything Entrepreneurial with me, Cortis Harley. This week I was speaking with Owen Dixon Murphy. Owen is a digital marketing agency owner. He owns Castle 33 and it's run in the heart of Dublin City. He also runs an online store which is the Stoic Store. Um, he sells a lot of apparel and some posters all around the Stoic philosophy. He also runs Entrepreneur Evenings which is a free monthly event with different teams and guests each month. Right, so let's dive straight into it. So thanks very much for uh, taking some time out of your day to talk to us. Yeah, no problem. Um, so would you not tell us a little bit about yourself? <laughs> uh, okay, where do I start? Um, Who you are? Uh, my name is Owen, Owen Dixon Murphy. Right. Um, I am, well, I'm, uh, easiest way to say is I'm an entrepreneur. Obviously I wouldn't be on this podcast if I wasn't. That's true. But, uh, my main role is I run with my business partner Marcus uh, Castle 33 so we're uh, a digital agency based in, in, town, in the city center here in Dublin um, and outside of that I seem to have a million and one of the things going on uh, I've run an online store called the Stoic store um, which we'll probably get into later um, I run a monthly event in the city as well for entrepreneurs uh, called entrepreneurs evening yeah uh, and have other few little secret projects in the yeah. mix. Uh, you wear a cape just, sometimes as well, don't you? Yeah, I wear the a cape, the mask, crusader. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm delighted to have you on podcast. I was dying to do a little interview with you. You have been a really big inspiration to me on my entrepreneurial journey. So just to give a bit of a background, I was working in a company, kind of went flat, and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And I came across you online, we got chatting, um, and you said that uh, you need some help in the meantime. So I came and I worked with your agency and we got to know each other. We had a great time and a couple of months down the line, I decided to go out on my own and uh, do my own thing. But um, you've been a real big part of my journey, kind of mentoring me and kind of showing me the ropes of things. So I really appreciate that. I'm really excited to have this interview with you. Great, yeah. So yeah. you've rattled off what you've done. You do a million and one things. You have a digital agency yourself. You have an online store. You do events for entrepreneurs. So anyone listening, if you haven't seen um, the Entrepreneur Evenings on Facebook or anything like that, just give it a quick search. There's a Facebook group and everything. Um, he gets loads of really good, interesting entrepreneurs, and it's about different topics uh, every month. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Great. So give us a little bit of insight into who you were and grown up and um, was there anyone in your family that was like a business owner or um, anything like that? No, not particularly. Um, my parents aren't entrepreneurs. Um, my dad has a, a bit of an entrepreneurial flair in him and he's been involved with lots of things uh, and he does quite work a, kind of a bit himself as himself but he's always worked as part of a, another business. Um, I have no idea where I got it from. Maybe somewhere in, in the past. I, I believe like maybe my grandparents or, or great grandparents I think might have owned some businesses back right. in the day. Yeah. But other than that, I have no idea where it came from. I've just always kind of had a passion for entrepreneurship, business, and just kind of creating things. So since I was young, I was from being like a four-year-old in my front garden selling, upselling like toys and sweets. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like thinking about it the other day where like, I think I was like I would sell off my old toys, um, say they were like five euro to buy them originally. I'd use them for about a year and then probably sold them off for like a, a tidy profit. <laughs> yeah, like 
Um, and I always managed to get away with it, you know? Yeah. I, I had no idea why. But look, I wasn't stealing any money. I mean, they, yeah, they got lots good. of benefit out of my well-used toys, and they're always in great conditions. So. <laughs> um, and then kind of as I grew up, I was always really involved in music. And uh, it's very hard, at least back then, so that would have been like the, the early, mid, 2000s. Right. There was no, for, for young people or teenagers or preteens, there was no real ability to have a music scene. There was no venues or places that you could do that. Because you always had to be over 18 right. for a band to play. So that was something. So we always used to play in our in our homes and we, we really wanted to get, and get, get out there or like play to our peers and stuff. So then, so in order, if, if I always feel like if there's, if there's something you feel that's missing, um, like don't sit around complaining about it or blame the government or think somebody should do something about it. Like go and do it yourself. So it's exactly what I did. Or myself and a few few people got together and we started organizing kind of like monthly gigs. Yeah. So we'd go and rent uh, a space. And usually we'd get it for free um, because people were a lot of people had spaces. I mean, um, there's a lot of church halls and there's yeah. community centers and uh, youth clubs or scout halls and things like that. Um, and we, we just kind of pitched them our ideas of like, we've, we've got four or five local bands that want to play. We're going <clears> to <throat> charge people two euro to come and see them. And then all that money uh, will go to a charity we've picked. Yeah. And it, it just worked. So we did it. And it was like something that kept us really busy, kept us from causing trouble. Well, we still yeah. cause a lot of trouble, I'm sure. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you probably have, yeah. But it was just kind of, that was where like, we like literally just went in and it was I looking back and I think it was really impressive for a young group of young people to go and just go and do that and I think it's really inspiring. It's um, I think it's quite entrepreneurial in itself. Yeah, like, I know exactly, it's, it's yeah. music and stuff and well there is you can be a singer and like you do all that but like you're trying to hustle your way in and you're trying exactly, to figure yeah, out like yeah. a venue and how to get the audience in and you're just trying to make things work which I yeah, think we, is we, really and we fun. really did learn the hard way and we jumped in deep end and, and that kind of thing and I mean, I guess everybody treats entrepreneurship as, uh, well, a lot of people would see it as kind of like starting a business or you're there to kind of like make this big company and make millions of euro and then sell it and move. And like entrepreneurship to me is more about creating something from nothing and like making something worthwhile that didn't exist. So yeah. my next business or this business doesn't have to be a multi-million euro business, but as long as it made a difference or yeah. it did something that I think that's important. I totally feel that from you. I relate to that as well, but I definitely yeah. feel it from you. You always want to make an impact, even if it's like client work or whatever, you're always looking to help yeah. people and it really shows. Okay, so that's kind of like your teenager. So bring us up to like, did you go to, and did you have any like uh, education after school or? Yes, yeah, so, like so then when I left school, uh, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I always knew I wanted to kind of work for myself and do something. Right. So I went and I went and studied entrepreneurship in IADT, and uh, that was a great. That was great four years. It's a really like it's predominantly kind of uh, an art college, but it's got like a kind of creative. Um, it's got like the business school. It's got the humanities, which would be kind of like English, and then it's got the art school. Right. So. So everybody thinks it's the art college, but there's a lot more to it. But it's, it's a really great creative hub. So you're kind of there with a lot of, lots of very different, interesting people because uh, it does have a huge kind of web and media presence. So you've got a lot of developers, you've got graphic designers, you've got people, you've got the film school there, right. and then you've got the business, you've got the English writers and stuff. So it's putting those all together, like it's easily just a marketing agency. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. so I did business there and I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I went through the four years and the end of the four years got my degree and I was like, okay, now what am I going to do? And I still didn't know. So I kind of had a, I thought back on all the things I'd been involved with 
And the one thing that I thought like really resonated throughout college and my teenage years was I was always kind of doing like promotions and marketing for things. So I thought, right. well, like that's really interesting. Maybe I could turn that into a business. So um, I spent the summer, I saved a bit of money, and I went straight into doing a postgrad in digital marketing. Right. And, uh, and I studied that, learned everything I could. I probably already spent so much of my time on social media. Um, I played around building websites in the past and stuff, uh, and I, I did that. Uh, I studied that, finished that, and I went to work for an agency very briefly. I thought, I'll go in here and I'll learn everything I need to know, spend five years maybe, and then I'll start my own thing. I lasted all of about three months. <laughs> um, I was like, I know everything I, know, I need to know now. I'll start my own thing. So I like, I always say this, and it doesn't always sound believable. I did literally like finish on a Friday, and the following Monday, I was sitting in like an empty office, being like, "Right, here we are. Here I am. Here's my business now. Open the laptop, and like there was nothing. Cobwebs. Yeah. And then from there, I just just stayed at it, and that was. That's the beginning of Castle 33. I actually got the name from, of Castle 33 from that office because it was. I spent a whole day writing names on a, a, a whiteboard. I've been and, there. Uh, <laughs> you, you landed on your same name. So. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just ended up that the office was number 33 Castle Street. So there so we go. There you are, and that's there. And then yeah. just stayed at it, and that's been like nearly five and a half years. Five and a half years. Uh, here we are today. So here we are today. So did you start that business with anyone else? Or what yeah, so I went in thinking, oh, I'll just go and do it and we'll figure out a business. And uh, a guy that I'd met uh, while I was doing the postgrad um, was finishing up. He was still working for an agency when I kind of decided to go solo. And he was finishing up with them and he wasn't sure what to do. So I said, look, let's, just, let's do this idea together. Yeah. So I think it was like four weeks later. He showed up at the office. He showed up at the empty office with a blank laptop, <laughs> and then we got really stuck into it. So it has been the two of us since, since the start. Yeah. Maybe I'm to blame for him uh, not having this like huge successful career working for I don't know Google or something. Yeah. But yeah. So we just uh, we joined forces and we've been stuck to each other ever since. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I suppose if you could tell people what like some of the work that you're most proud of with Castle 33, which are which are agency, like what have you guys got up to over the past? You've been, as if has it five years, isn't it? You've yeah. Been, yeah. Just so over, is there anything five years. that really kind of sticks out? Um, Maybe companies that you've worked with, anything like that? Um, what do you love most? I've worked with a hell of a lot of companies. Um, some crazy big companies that I never thought we would be able to work with. And some that we can't, I can't probably say the name. Yeah, that's not a um, But like some of the big kind of like tech companies, um, some big Irish companies. Yeah. Um, predominantly, who we work with is actually mostly small and medium, and we kind of like that. Yeah. Because uh, then we get to actually meet the the owner, the owners, or the kind of higher level people in it, and I think the relationships are really good. Yeah. Um, but we we worked with some. Really good business, really interesting. Some really bad ones as well, but like that's that's part of the whole journey. Yeah. Um. And we we've pretty much done all sorts of like building brands from zero, uh, to then becoming really successful companies themselves. And and to watch someone come in and say like, this is my idea. And can you help me like yeah. come up with the name, the brand, then build the website, then do all our marketing ca campaigns. We've done literally all that to them being like a hugely successful business that's like more successful than us. But yeah. like to be part of that journey with them. Has been really amazing. I think that's like one of my favorite things to do. That's the moment. Early business and see them, see them grow. Um, 
But yeah, I'm just really, really proud of what we've done and sort of surviving this land as well. It's I mean, yeah, definitely yeah. a battle. Like, what do they say? I don't even know if this statistic is right. It was like ninety something percent of most businesses failed in the first year, where they don't yeah, make exactly. it. So yeah. like, it's it's something like there's something. always different variations yeah. of it, but it's, it's it's something like that. And like, I mean, sadly, that is seems to be true. I don't know whether it's from people just getting too frustrated with working for yourselves yeah. or just not being able to get clients. But yeah, it's what do you think about that? So I obviously we all get frustrated, we all do, but how do you manage um let's say like a stressful situation, like when you're trying to run your business day to day, like could you give any advice to anyone that's uh, looking to start up a business? Yeah. Maybe like a few tips of how yeah, they can definitely. manage their minds. Um I mean so it feels like I've been on it forever. <laughs> um I definitely haven't but I think I manage my my stress and my insecurities about business and clients a lot better than I did before. It's not to say that they still don't exist, but yeah, um, I think it took me a long time to realize that like a big part I think of being an entrepreneur or running your own business is always comparing yourself to somebody else or somebody else who's maybe doing the same thing. Yeah, but like here comes a new just take us for example. Like here comes a new agency or something and. They've just started and now they seem to have 20 employees and all the biggest things and like how did they do that like, yeah why are they doing so well and, and you're always kind of comparing and uh, against other people and, and then i think that brings you down you get stressed out like oh, we're not doing enough or what we're doing is wrong and yeah. totally freak out and i think that's a big like cycle that'll totally put you off running your own business or getting yeah. because you're just freaking out you're overthinking it and i think the most important thing is to not compare yourself to those people because not, not compare yourself to anybody really because you're not you're on a totally different journey you're at a different place like they might have had a head start you might have had a yeah. head start they, they might have got funding they might have, they might have got money. funding they might have they might not have got funding you yeah. could be at it for five years and they could have been on it for 10 years and yeah. they're just not telling you or yeah. they could be acting like the business is great but it's it's not yeah your own debt, you know like so but we never know and i think that's also also a important thing to think about in life as well like outside Definitely. of business and um, so I think that's like one really good way to, to stop comparing yourself to other yeah. people I think it's important to something that most entrepreneurs or, or people in business don't do is um, like take breaks or go a bit easy on yourself like we used to work all day every day like weekends. work all through the weekends work 12 14 16 yeah. hours like, like unnecessary things yeah. um, but you, you did it because like you felt like you had to show up or yeah. I had to put in all these extra it's hours because it's, your future. it's my vision or it's my passion or look, somebody else is doing it or yeah. the client needs all this extra stuff. And, yeah. and how, how isolating was, was that for you? So think of it back then, you're 20-something, you're live, trying to live your life, you're trying to make a business for yourself. Most of your friends are maybe going to festivals or they're going away for like two weeks and you were here like... I can't do that. I need to be focused on this. Yeah, you like, do kind of like sacrifice, you know? Yeah, you sit in this, this empty room and everybody's out. I finished work at five o'clock out in the Sunny Bear Garden or something. Um, or like, yeah, I mean, yeah, you do, you separate yourself. You, you wish you were out there. Or you wish you didn't have the uh, passion to be an entrepreneur. You wish you just went and worked for somebody else where you were stressed yeah. and had a, had a consistent paycheck. But... I think it's definitely worth it. Definitely. Um, but to, to say that, don't work yourself way too too hard. You know, it's it's okay to take a break. It's okay to go on a holiday. Yeah. You know, 
That's yeah. the one thing. Like people don't really go on holidays because you're like, oh, what if the, the business fails? Yeah, I mean, when you're when you're small and you obviously have a lot of responsibility to make sure whatever again in, in marketing, whatever campaigns are going, they're still running. But I mean, it's okay to to delegate out to somebody, or even just to be honest with the client and say, look, I need to pull back a little bit here, or I'm going to do extra work in this week so that the next week I can totally take it off and you won't be able to call me. Because it's not like your your customers and everybody else don't go on holidays. They'll, they, they, loads, they always they go away human. and they don't reply to emails, <laughs> you know? So, uh, so yeah, take a break. Um, don't be so hard on yourself. Like, just, yeah. you know, you don't even, like... If you did eight hours, you did twelve hours. I mean, it's not. I don't think it's the hours. No, it's how productive they are. Really, yeah, we can, we always measure things by hours, but like, I know I could probably do the same amount of work in six that I could do in twelve. Sometimes you need to put in if you have a big deadline, yeah. but like, those extra hours when you're pushing yourself to like ten o'clock at night, it's like you're not actually really doing much. You know, yeah. It's better to be more focused and productive in a shorter amount of time than anything. And we can kind of see that a lot in um, how work is moving for a lot of other people as well, a lot of companies who are saying, well, actually, you can take, you can only work four days if you want. Yeah. Uh, you can squish your work into a shorter amount of period of time, so you have more break. A lot of a lot of companies are going that way, or yeah. remotely working, like if you want to stay at home for a day, or, uh, so we're seeing that it doesn't have to be that old model of nine to five, yeah. Monday to Friday, or you need to commit to X hours to be X productive, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. So. Just touching on what you said there, um, you were talking about, oh, well, I asked you about like how did you deal with stress and everything like that, which kind of, when I started working with you, we kind of had a good kind of connection talking about like our mental health mm. and kind of seeing how other people are and like where we're just really conscious, I think, more than any other, say, I don't want to talk specifically about males, but yeah, yeah. you know what I'm trying to say? So uh, you taught me a lot and introduced me to the Stoic philosophy and I've gone on and I've read stuff and I'm, re I'm really interested about that Stoic philosophy itself. So how did that find you and then how did it lead you to start up this other venture that you have? Yeah, so yeah, that's the, the whole thing in itself. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I've always had like, or for as long as I can remember, like, like I know it, it seems to be the topic of the moment, but like mental health seems to be a big issue for everybody, and I, I've always kind of struggled with it. I have my ups and downs, and it's always been something that I'm trying to work on myself. I'm very vocal about it as well because I think that's like a very important thing. Definitely. Um, but yeah, I think for the longest time I probably avoided it, and I think when I came across a few methods, I, I just decided to be honest and like, let's I'm going to try everything I could. Um, everything from medication to going to a therapist to meditation to group, group talking to people to um, to everything and I think it was one thing that like really stuck out to me was all about kind of like your mindset or how you think about things um, and I think it was Tim Ferriss probably listening to his podcast he talks a lot about stoicism and like these old kind of Greek and, and Roman philosophers and uh, and it was all about like how really like we, what really brings us down a lot of the time is how we react to things and, and not the things themselves and that's kind of a huge part of the Stoic philosophy yeah. and uh, the more I looked into that the more I researched um, 
it, I started to see the connections between that and a very popular thing at the moment, which is CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy. Yeah. So like a lot of things that stress you out or brings you anxiety or, or depression is a lot about how you think about things. So it's about like challenging those thoughts, um, whether it's like writing them down or analyzing them. Like it's very, it's kind of like even strategic as well. You have yeah. your problem, your business problems, and then how to sort them out. Um, and I just found that, that that was really, really good. And that was something that was really under the radar and most people didn't know. Um, so I learned a lot about that um, and I got really into stoicism, which is kind of like, they always say, kind of like a basis of what CBT comes from. Uh, so I read a lot of the philosophers and I thought like, nobody knows what's going on. And like, at least anyway, in, in Ireland or at least the younger demographics of like yeah. people in their 30s or 20s or early 30s or that kind of thing. Um, so, yes, the more I got into it, the more I uh, thought it would be great to kind of spread that message. So I kind of, I, I had a look online for things. I was like, oh, I'd love to get like a poster or something to like put in my wall or yeah. kind of a story to tell, something that I could show to people that they might be able to like, oh, what's that? And I, I get talking about it. I couldn't really find anything online. Um, so in thinking back to Tim Ferriss, he was always saying like, I read the, the I don't know, like the four hour work in the middle of reading it. And like a big part of that is, okay, trying to come up with your business idea that, like, or your passive income idea or whatever that is, is uh, like, he always says like, scratch your own itch. So if there's something you want or something that like, means a lot to you, like then just go and do yeah. that for you. You know, like if you are the one, like if you're the customer for it, you're gonna understand it really, really well. So I was like, well, that stuff doesn't exist, so why don't I do it? So. Done. Okay, two basic things is like posters and t-shirts. That's what young people like really like posters, which obviously for quotes for philosophy. Yeah. And then t-shirts, online stores are like really, really popular with young people. So we just went and did it. So I have a little bit of design skills from my marketing work. And I just designed all this stuff, built an online store and just put it out there. And it's, uh, it's doing really well. Like, I mean, I don't put a huge amount of effort into it. Uh, I do a little bit of content online, kind of push it that way, and it's it's slowly but surely like picking up traction. Organic, and, um, yeah. It's my, I, I actually don't do any advertising. I don't do any paid advertising. I just kind of put out some nice, like worthwhile content about it, and I kind of I'm part of the community or or do those kind of things. And like I'm getting orders from Dublin all the way over to Texas and all all these different places, just from people just kind of discovering it and finding it. And like, and that's really cool. So definitely, yeah. that's just kind of how I came about doing that. Um, and and now I'm going over this October to Athens to go to the Stoic conference, like okay, in the first place. It's like, like ridiculous. Anywhere. So Athens. clearly, I will be like head to toe in all my gear, wearing a poster <laughs> as my like uh, cape or something. And, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's just how it came about, and I've, I've been loving it ever since. And then the last year, I've noticed just a big, huge explosion. Everybody's like talking about Stoicism. It's become really, really big for business people and just people in kind of looking to maybe better themselves or get themselves out of a rut. Uh, yeah. But that's great. Yeah, I definitely yeah. go and check it out. Cool. So that's. Uh, I just wanted to touch on that side of your business. What's next? Oh yeah, uh, entrepreneur evenings. So why did you start such an event? Like, what was the whole? point behind it like why do you not get time during the week to network with other entrepreneurs did you want to build a community um it was the community aspect i think uh, like what you said earlier on uh about like being lonely when you're kind of isolated. working isolated when you're working on your business 
there's no one to talk to and maybe your friends don't understand because they're in their nice nine to five or nine to five jobs or whatever yeah. and it's a totally different ball game for you um, and I knew that was like one of the hardest things to get over in the early years when we were running our business um, and I kind of looked around Dublin and there wasn't really much going on there was a lot of like tech startup events and things in that space but it just wasn't for me because like a lot of the, a lot of Dublin scene is based around like kind of tech apps that kind of yeah. stuff and it's it's not I'm just more of a traditional service um, and I had a lot of friends and contacts that again were just maybe people uh, selling food products or selling more traditional stuff that wasn't very techie based and and there was no there was nothing really going on for for, for them to uh, connect with and the stuff that was was very like networking heavy like showing up at 7am handing out your business card talking to as many yeah. people and it wasn't like a community it wasn't there to help each other yeah. with problems um, so I had a like just like kind of how I met yourself through like Instagram online kind of stuff yeah I did the same with a guy called James McCormick who runs a uh, few businesses based around like coffee like, he seems to be the, the I think he's the coffee baron or the barista baron on <laughs> Instagram so like he's big into his coffee and we kind of had that discussion and I suppose he's in the same thing because he has it's all about coffee so it's, it's not a, a tech startup yeah. um, and he was like yeah I know I'm kind of resonated so so we that just kind of spurred me when I was sitting at the coffee shop so just definitely just went for it and I went from I said okay we'll put out the feelers we'll ask a few people we know I think we sat down you were like in the first one there was yeah. like seven of us no I think there was about 12 maybe 12 or 15 yeah. we were in a big oh, circle oh yeah a little like circle yeah yeah and uh, talking about what just we wanted chatting to... or like what we wanted to do yeah. and then just just kept at it and month on month and grew it into like a platform with like actual people coming in to speak about their business and now we're getting like Tons of people are like selling. I, I've set the. No, it's all free, but I do ticketing, and we've like our max capacity is 120 tickets, and every month now it's being sell out. That's brilliant. So um, just we'll stop here and say if anyone was interested in coming to yeah. an event or finding you anywhere, what? Yeah. You? So if you go onto Facebook, we have a Facebook group. Um, it's Entrepreneur Evenings Dublin, and then the website is EntrepreneurEvenings.com. So it just has all the information about the next meetup and how you can get tickets and everything like that. And it's uh, it's great. It's held in the city centre every month. Um, I definitely, I'd love for people. And it's, it's open to everybody as well. Who's like you don't need to have a business. Yeah, you, you don't, don't need, need to be, be experienced. Anymore. You could just be thinking about it, or even have you could have your full nine to five job now and, and just be like, I really like the idea of entrepreneurship, where I want to find out more about these people. Yeah. Uh, it's open to everybody in this lovely coffee and conversations and yeah, no, totally. I definitely yeah. recommend it yeah. myself. So speaking about. Um, Speaking about entrepreneurship, what what advice could you give to someone who's even thinking of starting a business? Like, what is the fun, like the few fundamental things that they need to do, or what else? What what would they need to do? Yeah, so like planning, like market research. Um, what do you think yeah. if you were to do something again, starting out fresh? What would be your priority? Um, I mean, yeah, if if you're already if you are in a good job and you, okay, I have this idea, am I going to take, take the leap to do it? Uh, really do a good bit of research, uh, see what the competitor situation is like, see if people really want it. I know, like I was saying, like do something that you'd be interested in stuff, but kind of put the feelers out to see if, if other people want it. Do as much kind of research as you, you can and, and plan it out. Um, 
plan out in advance of like, okay, how much maybe money do I need in the bank to keep to myself going off. for six, 12 months while I try this? How much money do I need to even, if it's, if it's a physical thing where I need to put a lot of money in investment, mm-hmm. how far do I have to get? Um, so I think planning is an important stage, but I would also say planning could, you can also stop yourself from doing anything if you planning. spend way too much planning. <laughs> like I know so many people who just sit around planning all day and then nothing ever happens. So no business, there's yeah. a happy medium between planning and then I would always say just like go and do it, just get shit done, get yeah. out there and give it a shot. If after six months you've been thinking about it and you still really want to do it and you believe that you can do it, then just go and do it. And it's terifying and it's a big risk, but I mean, that's kind of that's what, what it is. That's the game. Is. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, what yeah, is? that would be one kind of I suppose, tip. Uh, other than obviously, the tips from earlier is like take care of yourself, taking the breaks yeah. as you go. What about self promotion? Because speaking personally, well, I haven't spent a lot of time promoting myself, say online or anything like that. Um, I'd be quite shy, like even starting this podcast, it took me a while to kind of get around the fact that I wanted to speak to people. And I had to forget about myself. I yeah. was like, I want to talk to other entrepreneurs. That's what I want to do. And I shouldn't be considering what anyone else, like if anyone listens to it and I sound stupid or I like, yeah, fuck up a yeah. word or whatever like that. So have, how do you approach this whole self-promotion thing? Because um, like, there could be like too much. But yeah, there's, there's, I do a good bit um, kind of about myself as kind of a brand online, uh, like pretty active on Instagram would be my main social platform and then what you have uh, at own DM E-O-I-N-D-M give me all the followers uh, <laughs> and uh, I have a, like a website with a blog on it um, I would say the same as you I've been meaning to start a podcast for ages or, or to do videos I am I have no problem talking to people but I'm a bit terrified to do that kind of I know what you mean um, Once, like, there's a camera on or a microphone. Yeah, well, just like looking at yourself. I, I, I don't mind doing this with you or somebody. I've been I've done a countless, like, lots of things with cameras and, and microphones. But then when you do for yourself, or you, look, you have to look at yourself for like, the editing process. That's yeah. really off-putting. Hundred um, percent. But like with most things in life, I think it's like the same as going to a gym. You you, you go in. You're afraid to go into the gym and, and pick up the weights or do something because you think everybody's staring at you and they're going to judge you. And the funny thing is that everybody is thinking the exact same thing. So everybody's so worried that other people are looking at them. They're so focused on themselves that nobody's actually looking at anybody else. So you're all just worrying about yourself. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Like, and, and if people want to see and enjoy the stuff out there that you put out there, they'll look at it, they'll follow you and engage. If they don't want it, like people aren't inherently mean. I know there's like trolls and, and, and people... People on huge platforms are going to get three, four, hate. You would be lucky to get that amount of hate online because you know that you're doing really, really well, mm. and you're you piss someone off because they know you're doing really well. So like, yeah. no one's going to go on and say, "Oh my god, your podcast is terrible!" Like, stop doing it. Um, no. Like, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just going to go to the comment section now. Um, so like, yeah, put it out there and see. And if, and if it's something that you really, really enjoy, keep at it. You yeah. know, like. Um, I, I I haven't blogged in a while, but I was blogging like every week for a long time. And I wasn't really even looking at the analytics. I just did it as a kind of a therapeutic thing of like, I really like putting out this stuff. And I did it for myself. Yeah. Um, and it turned out lots of people read it that I didn't even realize. They like, when I kind of stopped doing it for a while, I got really busy and it went away and everything. 
they were like, oh, where's the, the weekly post and whatever. And I thought that was hilarious. And I think that's a really good sign is because you're not focused on everybody else or yeah. getting all the likes or getting more subscribers and trying to... Like, it's a healthy way to approach it, definitely. Yeah, you're doing it for yourself and it, you're then you're being, I think, more authentic. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think, yeah, if you're going to do self-promotion, don't be afraid to do it and be authentic. I mean, like, <laughs> like if you look at the Americans, like, they're totally mad for it. It's, like, over the top. Yeah. So no matter how confident you are in Ireland, you will never get to that level of a very confident American person. Yeah. So you're doing... You, you're doing pretty well. So. Yeah, so that's uh, we've covered that. So maybe I'm into personal development. I'm sure you are too. Yeah. Um, is there any maybe give us three or four books that you that you would read or recommend to people? And um, maybe on uh, personal development, uh, stoicism, uh, business or marketing. Because yeah, okay. Um, wow. So because we're, we're little. Me and you are a little book nerds, I suppose. Like yeah. we, we get through a few books. You probably more than me, but I do like to read the occasional book, and I do see value in books. And a lot of people turn away from. Do you feel the same? I feel the same that not as many people are buying books. You know, the Kindle and stuff. But I actually yeah. like real. Oh, I love the real books. I like, like the process of going into the shop and buying it. Like yeah. I buy some online if I'm going to do a big batch. But I actually like going into the shop and like touching them and feeling yeah. them, and I'm like. Oh, <laughs> so that's so relaxing about a bookshop so, and then like actually having them and like flicking through them and then being able to like close the book when you're finished I was like I did that yeah it's like scribbling all over it Kindle is just like reading a PDF or and yeah. you don't feel any accomplishment I don't at all no. that's kind of half the fun of reading a book um, yeah I mean that's a good few books I read so many over the last year I just like went overdrive I went <laughs> from like never reading a book for years to just went crazy um the ones that stick out to me is The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. Um, the, the, the big popular one, actually, was really popular last year, was The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Folk. folk. I think Mark and Manson or Mason. Yeah. Uh, they're really good. Um, for somebody that's thinking of going and starting their own business, I'd say the four-hour work week is interesting. It's a little bit like dated. There's a few things that um, are a little bit dated. I think there is probably an updated one since... It could very well. I, I have had, an like, extended edition now. Um, I think it was like 2015 or 2016. So it's relatively... Okay, yeah, yeah. It's, like, I think there's this big section that's kind of on about using, like I suppose, the internet and like all the different platforms that you could use. And I think maybe obviously so that stuff changed so rapidly you can never really keep up on it. But the core of the idea and the way they approach it is really good. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can't go wrong with reading some of the Greek Stoics. It can be very heavy stuff, but like it's really insightful. Um, yeah, this, I think the list is endless. I can, I did put a huge list together actually. I think on on a blog one time. I'll share that did with you. Yeah, and I'll link any it up. more I can think of that. Are yeah, and really I will link but, that up. Yeah. So I know people can't see it now. Yeah, because we're doing a podcast. But you've taken, especially this year, you've taken a big shift and focus on your physical health yeah, as well yeah, yeah. because we all know that like we have to look after ourselves and um, mental health is important physical health the whole lot so you're after getting in shape well done very Thank impressed you. muscle man over like, there smirking at me like, <laughs> i'm winking at you yeah. but um yeah how like how important has that been to us uh, let's talk about mental health again like how's yeah. that like why have you focused on that and is it important for entrepreneurs to focus on their physical health too yeah so that was probably like i kind of said earlier i, try, I tried everything to kind of see what could improve my mental health and the exercise is the last thing on the list and um, i've never ever been 
ever into exercising at all. I skipped probably nearly every gym class I could in, in school. Um, I never got into sports really. Um, never played five-a-side with the lads. Like You would never want me to play five-a-side. <laughs> um, I just never really got into it. So fit, like health, like exercise and fitness and stuff was just never part of my routine. Um, and it became even less and less of a part when I started the business and I got into it because like, you don't really have much time and then you... And if you're not, you don't want to go to the gym or exercise. Yes, but obviously, that forward. is like very far down the line of like, well, you can come up with every excuse not to do it. Um, so like, not going to the gym and then eating really badly. So like, sitting around in the office working really late, you eat terribly. So it's like microwave meals or like takeaways and some bad stuff. You yeah. know, you know. Um, so like, yeah. So over time, I just like got really unhealthy, put on a lot of weight. Um, and that really also dragged down on like just my self worth, you know. Yeah. Um, I think everybody can relate to that. Like if you don't feel good about Definitely, yourself, yeah. just like it's terrible. Um, and it was kind of. I was looking at. I went to. Uh, I went on the holidays to Brazil last year, and there was some like I never. I never like. I mean, it's Ireland, so you're never really uh, in shorts really? or like swim. You don't go swimming or whatever. So you never really look at yourself when you're like nearly naked and I saw these photos from when I was there like swimming pool I was like oh my god I can't believe that's who I am now I've come that far you know um, and that really shook me so I was like okay I have to do something about it so I joined a like I, I'd been I had a membership in the, the local gym beside the office for so long and I just never went collecting dust collecting like yeah it was they're like oh, sorry do you go here it's like, I was like I've been donation every month yeah, going yeah. to the gym um, <laughs> so I noticed that this kind of like uh small really intense training place opened up just right around the corner from the office it's called f45 and it's like high intensity interval training and it like looked at business and it was like promising all these results and blah blah blah. And you know you see that kind of stuff and like oh, it's bullshit you know yeah um but i thought well look i'll give it a shot it's, it's really it's, it's like it's not cheap it's not the same price as a gym membership but it's very class-based you go in you do 45 minutes you get like just like you really put on a sweat, like what maybe some people would do over the space of three Classes, gym sessions yeah. you do like in, in one. And there's like like two, three personal trainers there all the time motivating you, showing you how to do things. Um, and I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll learn a lot from this and everything. And yes, and I just stuck at it. Um, now I go five, six days a week. It seems obsessive, but it's actually then you're going to get really, really into it. I do it every morning before I come to the office. So it actually gets me out of bed. Yeah. And it kind of wakes me up and sets me up for the day. And uh, it actually did work. Those results were not uh, they weren't fake. Going. They weren't <laughs> photoshopped or, you know, those things. Like, it, it really worked. I don't have a six-pack or anything, but, like, I just, yeah. Yeah, but then, just got like, like, you're looking so much better and the mental oh, side of it. <laughs> the mental side of it. So then, yeah, that's another know, aspect. It really helps, like, um, I remember one, like, the... People, one of the doctors they would talk to, they're like, oh, do you do any exercise? And I go, we really recommend that you do like 30 minutes or something a day or like really high intensity stuff. And I remember, I just remember like, yeah, right, that's everyone to be doing that's that. It. And then when I started in this place, I was like, wait a minute, that's what the guy said. And so it does really help. Uh, everybody, I know everybody says that exercise helps, but it does really help. And it really helps. Like the mornings for me are, have always been like 
the worst kind of time because you wake up and you're like, oh, having to start the day kind of thing. And like forcing yourself to get out of bed and go to the gym and get your shit done. And, and then you've like just got this community now. So like I know when you go to the gym, you might not know anybody there. But like this place, like you, now friends, I yeah. know everybody like that goes to the class and everything. And like Saturday night, we had a little like gym. So I never thought I'd say that I was going to a gym summer party. Or, <laughs> I went to the Christmas party. I was like, what is that? Who am I? But like then we met up outside of the gym. It was like, this is this is great, you know. It was a little another place to have a community and like a support group. And yeah, love it. That's invaluable, you know. Yeah, there you go. Brilliant. I think you've offered uh, loads of advice here today for anyone listening, any business owners now, or people thinking about starting uh, their own business. Um, a lot of good insight, mental health, physical health, all that kind of stuff. I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, sit down with me and do this podcast. Is there anywhere that you'd like people to? Uh, follow you on Instagram, um, Facebook, maybe subscribe to the Entrepreneur Evenings, anything like that? Yeah, so I mean, if you want to reach out to me, uh, like I said, I, I'm on all the, the social medias. Uh, the most oh, place, no. that place I'm most active and I seem to be making friends <coughs> is, is Instagram, so it's ONDM, so E O I N D M. The amount of people who can't pronounce what ONDM is. E O I N DM. Yeah, there you go. So just that, and I literally have that handle and URL on every single thing in the world. It's personal branding. So like dot com. Oh yeah, there's a personal branding for you. So you can find me anywhere. Like even ondm at gmail is like it's ridiculous. That so if anybody wants to like follow me or message me or reach out, cup of coffee, any advice, you know, totally give me a shout. And then if you're you want to come along to Entrepreneur Evenings, yeah, EntrepreneurEvenings.com, and you'll kind of get the links to the Facebook and the. the tickets and find out everything there yeah brilliant yeah well thanks very much thanks for um, having me and i'll see you next week